to an open Smith. Steve oh. Smith is going to go all the way. He gets away from the pressure. Fires to the end zone. Welcome in to the first and goal show. I'm Scott Ayers alongside John Schmidt bringing you NFL football talk. John, another week in the books and really some thrilling performances all Sunday long, Monday night. We'll start Monday night football though because that was maybe that was the game of the year. Um, especially for regular season ga- season games, excuse me. And People, I, I think everyone thought it was going to go down to the wire, and it'd be a bit of a shootout. But I don't know if anyone thought it would be Big 12-style football where there wasn't really any defense on the field as the Rams squeak by the Chiefs 54-51. to All kind of points in this game. Mahomes, six touchdowns, but I think what hurt the Chiefs were those three interceptions and that fumble that was led for a touchdown as well. Um, the Chiefs, though, I think proved that once again – even in their loss, they are a serious Super Bowl threat. Yeah, I think that was – I might be biased, but I think that was the best regular season NFL game in history. Um, I mean, that was – I've never seen anything like that, especially in the NFL. Um, I've seen some co- great college games that have been shoot at, shootout, um, like that Texas Tech-Oklahoma game a few years ago where actually Baker Mayfield and Patrick Mahomes were going right. at it. Um, but, yeah, that was – man, that was a roller coaster of emotions for me. Um, and like like you said, Patrick Mahomes did have a really good game, uh, in my opinion. Um, he threw for six touchdowns, almost 500 yards, which is crazy. Uh, yep. But he he did have the turnovers. Uh, but two came at the end of the game when he, he kind of the Chiefs kind of needed a miracle. Um, that first interception near the end of the game was was a tip ball to Marcus Peters. Um, and then that last one, there was what twenty five seconds yeah, on the clock, no timeouts. Four, yeah, so yeah, he just he was just trying to make something happen, which I get. Um, I, that that one early pick six, though, I thought was was really on him. I thought that was his one bad mistake in the game. But um, I, I mean, the strip sacks, the Chiefs' interior line is banged up right now, and trying to block Aaron Donald, like the best defensive player, defensive lineman, especially this in the in the NFL this season. So I can't really blame him too much for that. Um, but a, a little thing I wanted to complain about was the officiating. Yeah. Um, it, I mean, that was supposedly a quote-unquote all-star crew. 
It was supposedly the best refs that the the NFL had to offer, and I just I thought the officiating was bad. Um, there were some calls that were justified, but I thought that some of those flags they were throwing were just terrible, um, and it really hurt the Chiefs, especially early. I mean, they had ten flags before the end of the first quarter, or nine, or something like that, which was just it just killed them. Um, but I mean, overall, they battled. Um, the thing the thing about that. Um, you know, I've kind of talked about Chief Seven Alex Smith in the past, and who suffered a yeah very tragic injury. Um, but yeah, no, I I just like I saw Chiefs flan- Chief fans complaining on Twitter about like Patrick Mahomes and his turnover. And I'm like, He's your quarterback just threw six touchdowns and almost 500 yards, and put up they put up 51 points as a team, and you're gonna complain after we've been dealing with Alex Smith putting up 15 points for the last right. f- five years, like. I just I don't understand that. And this is his 11th career start. You know, that's just crazy to me, uh, the way that he performed. I thought this was the, his best game yet, um, you know, minus the turnovers, obviously. But, yeah, I mean, what a game just overall. And, uh, man, if there, there's a Super Bowl rematch, these two opponents. Whew, yeah, I mean, it's that the is, first team to 100, it seems like, yeah, right? Yeah, I it's, mean, that is going to be a great Super Bowl matchup, if it happens. Yeah, right. I think both these teams are – hopefuls i you know for kansas city they'll have to deal with pittsburgh and new england and for the rams they'll have to deal with um new orleans who you know the saints currently hold their own destiny with that head-to-head over the rams but yeah that was that was a really fun game on monday night um the officiating wasn't great uh, i agree i think when you bring together all these guys who don't work together even for refs it can be a bit of a mess sometimes so Chiefs, Chiefs fall. Um, you you mentioned the Alex Smith injury, and this has completely changed um, really the outlook for Washington and um, their division as a whole. The Redskins, I think they were the team to beat um, before Smith goes down. Now they must rely on Colt McCoy, um, and I just don't see it getting done in the NFC East. The Cowboys. Uh, a game back, and they play Washington this upcoming week. I, I think, unfortunately, the Cowboys really are the team to beat now. The Eagles, I mean, they got absolutely smashed. Oh, yeah. Uh, just brutal, mean, disgusting. I don't know what you want to use, but the Saints just weren't having it. Yeah, and I, I think... Obviously, you, you hate to see a player get injured like that. Um, but I think some weight just got taken off of Jason Garrett's shoulders. He was on the hot seat. Um, the Cowboys have now won two straight, so they're they're at 500. Um, now it's just a game back of the Redskins. Um, yeah, they were sitting at four and six, and Jason Garrett had to know. He, he basically had to win make out. the play. Yeah. yeah, win out, make the play, win the division. Um or whatever, just to keep his job, and um, I, I think that's very obtainable now. Very, um, but yeah. they still have to win games, and I know yeah. Colt McCoy isn't Texas Colt McCoy, where he just seemed to dominate. He, I mean, he doesn't have that in the NFL, but Redskins, Washington's defense is still tough, and so I think that game is going to be interesting, but. I, I really do believe that Dallas is now the team to beat, even though being a game back of the Redskins. Yeah, I agree. Um, man, that that con- or that division, excuse me, is just 
It's bad. It's bad. Yeah. Um, I, I would have liked to see more competition, especially the defending Super Bowl champs being in there. I thought there'd be that was going to be a fun division this year, but it's it's they been stink. kind of a letdown. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, and yeah. so so we see that letdown. We stay in the AFC West. Um, both the Raiders and Broncos went on last-second field goals. Denver, uh, in our pick we both picked Denver over the Chargers, and uh, lo and behold, Denver somehow pulled through. I think there were, we were you, – you, you know, you had texted me through that game, John, and it was – it got to a point where it was like, okay, Denver's just going to do classic Denver things, and this game's over. Case Keenum leads a big-time drive, is able to spike the ball with four seconds to go, and Brandon McManus redeems himself. And the Broncos are 4-6, and six, but they could very well be 6-4 and four with a missed field goal, um, a 50-yarder just before the bye week, and, of course, that missed touchdown, this, that miscue uh, to Demarius Thomas against the Chiefs. So this Denver team is 4-6, and six, but I think they're a lot better than their record says. Meanwhile, for the Raiders, they improved to 2-8 and eight after beating the Arizona Cardinals. You know, that that's just one of those games where not a lot of people are watching. Um, not even people in Arizona and Oakland were probably watching that game. Yeah, no, um, the AFC, I was very, very happy to see the Broncos win that. Because um, obviously the Chiefs ended up losing like we just talked about. Um, and the they still have a two-game lead on the Chargers and the tiebreaker for right now. Um, but the Chargers losing that game against the Broncos really took – more weight off of the Chiefs' shoulders. Um, the the upcoming Chiefs-Chargers game isn't uh, as big of a um, matchup as it was before. Um, I, I still think the Chiefs are really in the driver's seat of, of this division. Um, I think they're in the driver's seat of the AFC. Um, but, but really, if you're a Chiefs fan, the Steelers have some upcoming uh, difficult games. Uh, they have to travel to, to uh, New Orleans. Um, and play the, uh, the Patriots still. So um, the, pa- the Steelers hold that two seed. The Chiefs hold that one seed. But I think the Chiefs, even though they lost this week, they're they're still in the driver's seat, um, especially with those two games against the Raiders still upcoming. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm excited to see um, how the rest of the, this conference and, and division plays out. Um, like I've preached about so much in, in weeks past, the Chiefs can get, just get that one seed and that home field advantage. Um, make it to the AFC Championship and face either the Patriots or Steelers at home. I th- I think they will can do that. I think that's e- very very manageable. I don't see the Patriots or Steelers beating them, um, especially after last night. If they can just clean up some some of the penalties, I thought the officiating was kind of average last night. But um, if they can clean up some of those penalties and um, some of those turnovers, then um, I think they really control their own destiny. Destiny, and I think that. Um, they can make a serious run at the Super Bowl. No, I think so too. And you know, in the AFC, KC does have that lead over Pittsburgh, but the Steelers, New England, and Houston, the, you know, the Texans. If, if all things were to work out, it'd be Texans versus the Chiefs, and I'm sure Chiefs fans say, "Oh yeah, we we love to play Houston," but. It's a team a good that's team. on a seven-game win streak. Deshaun Watson is returning to form. That defense is starting to become pretty nasty. Um, and so, with all things considered, I don't think whoever is the one seed in the AFC, there is no clear path. I, I think 
the most you could hope for is a you know a six seed taking out the Texans, and that would be either Baltimore, Cincinnati, Miami, or even Indianapolis. I mean, there's four teams that are at or Tennessee, five teams that are at five and five. Denver's just a game back of that last wild card spot. So, you know, one through five are pretty much um, neck and neck, right? You know, the the Chargers are seven and three. Chiefs are nine and two. I mean, that's how close it is between one and five. Um, and then six is just a plethora of such average and mediocre teams. Um, and, but I think that's what the Chiefs have to hope for is someone can go into Houston and beat the Texans. Yeah, and just looking at the Texans' upcoming schedule, they they do have some uh, some favorable matchups coming up. Um, yeah, they play the Titans next, who have have been really hit or miss. And Mariota got banged up this week, so I don't. If Mariota doesn't start, then I don't see the Titans taking them down. But and then the Browns, Colts, Jets, uh, Eagles, Jaguars. So um, they do have a, I don't want to say easy remaining schedule, but they do have some favorable matchups there. Um, I think the Chiefs do as well. I think uh, that Chiefs-Chargers game is is really their only difficult matchup left. Um, they do go on the road to Seattle, um, which going into Seattle is always tough. But um, like I said, they they still have those two games against the Raiders, which is huge. Um, you know, no, no game in the, in the NFL is easy, but, um, the Raiders have just kind of been a dumpster fire this year. So, um, I think that they'll win those two games pretty easily, yeah, I agree. Um, which would put them at 11 wins right now. Just, just thinking about, you know, the future, but no, yeah, like you said, the AFC is, is really tight right now. Um, the Patriots obviously still playing in a weak AFC East. Um, so they're going to have some, um, some more easy wins coming up to um the Steelers do have some touch ma- tough matchups but they're they're looking good right now uh, they didn't look good this week actually against the ja- it seems like they would struggle against the Jaguars but they did come back at the end there have what 20 points in the fourth quarter to win um but yeah there's the AFC is really tight and um I think there's some favorable matchups for all the top teams coming up and um I, th- I think the number one seed of of the AFC is going to have 14 wins I think the two seed is going to be up there with 12 or 13. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, go ahead. No. Yeah. And the NFC will just switch gears a bit is it's a, it's fairly close for one and two saints and Rams, uh, 10 and one, nine and one. The bears are now the three seed at seven and three, Washington, six and four, Carolina, six and four, Minnesota, five, four and one, um, Seahawks, Cowboys, Packers, all kind of in there as well. I think, um, honestly, the NFC is those top three teams. I think those are the biggest threats. I think Carolina is that outside hopeful. Um, they'll be the five seed most likely as a wild card. If they don't continue their losing habits, they suffered a tough one against Detroit, 20-19 to after failing a two-point conversion. But the Bears' defense, I think, is a real threat. Uh, I, both that front seven, but their secondary played well. I know... Late game, they gave up some scores, but that's what happens when teams play prevent defense. They they eventually give up points, but it's all about taking off time off the clock. So I think the Bears really could be trouble for the Saints or Rams if they were able to meet um, either in the division round or the conference in, in terms of the playoffs. No, yeah, I agree. Um, I think at this point the Rams and Saints are kind of locked at that one and two seed, um, and the Saints have just been – dominating teams at home like we we talked a little bit um earlier about their matchup against the eagles this week where they just 
absolutely demolished them. Um, so, man, if if the Saints have that home field advantage, I, I don't see them losing. And they do have the the head-to-head matchup you talked a little bit about uh, against the Rams. Um, and then the Rams obviously have the bye week. So they're, they're both sitting at one loss right now. Um, I, I think, man, the, the one and two seed of that division could both have 15 wins. No, uh, I, yeah. I think the Rams and Saints could legitimately both win out. It's I just going to come down to that tiebreaker. Two for... teams at 15-1 and one in the NFC. Yeah. The AFC and NFC top dogs are both, uh, you know, this is kind of the most heavy lopsided we've seen in terms of top team to, uh, you know, even the six where we, you know, some years team is 12-4, and 11-5, and five, and they could, you know, be a one or a two. But this year it's going to take 13 wins plus to be a one and two seed. Well, we still have a lot more to come. We have our Pick'em segment. It's a bit shorter show since we are uh, celebrating Thanksgiving break here soon. But stick with us here on the First and Goal Show for our weekly Pick'em segment. Cigarettes between Boot black fingertips Sweetly tipsy by the
Johnny from Digital Leather. You're listening to 90.3 KRNU. Welcome back to the First and Goal Show. I'm Scott Ayers. Alongside John Schmidt, we're bringing you NFL Talk, and we are doing our weekly Pick'em segment here. The First and Goal Show, it's a shortened show. This will be our last segment, really, of the show. Um, and to really fill people in on what we do is we pick every single matchup, who we think is going to win. So far this year, we, we started kind of not middle of the season, but not necessarily week one, but total... I've got 74 wins. John has 69. I'm 74 and 40. John, you're 69 and 45. This last week, John went 9 and 4. I went 10 and 3. So, right down to the wire, the difference maker, that Chiefs Rams game. John staying loyal to the Chiefs. I said, give me the Rams or give me death. So, with that being said, we, we move on to this next week, week 12 where the Chicago Bears and the Detroit Lions are one of three Thanksgiving games. John, who do you like? Uh, I, li- I like the Bears in this one. Um, they're rolling right now. Um, Kenny Galladay and, and that Lions offense have, have been playing better. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Bear- I think the Bears' defense is just going to be too much to, to handle for uh, the Lions. Khalil Mack is still uh, not human. So, yeah. I, what the Bears did to Minnesota, I... Truly believe that they're the real deal. I don't know if they're nearly as good as Los Angeles or New Orleans, but they are the third best team in the NFC. I'll take the Bears. Next up, we've got Washington, Dallas. Washington loses it loses Alex Smith for the season, possibly longer. Um, they'll start Colt McCoy against the Dallas Cowboys. A uh, big, big divisional matchup as the winner of this team. Winner of this game will be in first of the division. I'm going to take the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, I'm going to take the Cowboys as well, just because of that Alex Smith injury. Um, yeah, I just I hope that's not a career ender. Um, yeah, that that sucks. Yeah, seriously, he, the guy works so hard. He's a player that I think everyone cheers for, and to go down like that is brutal. So next up, it's Atlanta at New Orleans. New Orleans smushed Carolina at home, forty-five to seven. I'm I'm gonna take the Saints on this one. Oh, Saints, easy, especially at home. They're playing lights out right now. Lights out. Well, a game that neither team is playing lights out. Jacksonville versus Buffalo. Is Josh Allen starting? 
Uh, I don't think so. Let me or Matt you. Barkley. I, no. I I think it's over for Jacksonville. So you know what? I'll be bold. I'm gonna take the Bills. I said uh, it. I'll take the Bills, baby. Give me the Jags. They played well against. Okay, Josh Allen is on track to start for the Bills. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh-oh. I'll, I'll still I'll still stick Uh-oh. with the Jaguars though. That's what we need. Blake Bortles That's what is we elite, need, folks. Blake Bortles is elite. Uh, if you don't count this season, or, or or most of his career, most of his career, but you talk about UCF next. John Cleveland versus Cincinnati. The Bengals trying to hold on. Cleveland still showing life. Who you got? Um. Yeah, this is almost, in my opinion, a must-win for the Bengals. Um, the the Ravens play the Raiders this week. Um, that they can't afford to uh, get farther behind in that division. The Steelers are have already almost clinched that, uh, so them and the the Bengals are really fighting for those wild card spots. Um, AJ Green is supposed to be back this week. He's still questionable, but um, he's predicted to play this week. Um, it's it's really surprising to see how much worse that offense is without him Um, so with that being said I'll take the Bengals considering that AJ Green is going to play yeah I'm going back and forth I'm going to take Cincinnati as well I think this is going to go down the wire I almost want to take Cleveland but I think with this do or die this will be the last time I choose Cincinnati if they lose this game New England at New York Jets, New England still trying to hold on to that opportunity of being the one seed. Jets, Jets, Jets. You want the Jets? No, I'm going (laughs) to pick the Patriots, but I'm going to be rooting for the Jets. Yeah, I I don't think the Jets get it done. New England, when they smell smell that fresh blood, it's an ugly sight for a lot of the league. San Francisco at Tampa Bay. John, I don't know who you pick in this one because both teams just freaking stink. Yeah, both teams are bad. Uh, Matt Breida um, of the 49ers had a really good game last week um, in the run and receiving game uh, against, not last week, excuse me, they had a bye last week, but two weeks ago, their last game against uh, the Giants. Um, so if Matt Breida can continue that play, the Buccaneers off, or defense, excuse me, has struggled. Jameis is getting the start. I like the 49ers. His his quarterback besides uh, the first three games of the season where Jameis was suspended has a quarterback start and finish the whole game for that team. This yes, season. I think Fitzpatrick did when they had five hundred yards and three points. Okay, yeah, I think you're right. But, but other than that, I don't. It's been pretty off and on for this team. I'll I'll take the Niners too. I mean, this this is that one game of the week where it's just like man. These teams both stink. Um, Seattle at Carolina. I'll take the Panthers. I I took Seattle last week. They they made me pay for it. No, actually, th- excuse me. I took the Panthers last week and they made me pay for it. I'll but I I'll trust Cam Newton and the guys to turn it around. But I I don't know. This is this is another one of those games where Carolina needs to prove themselves because Seattle is really. Um, I think they're really feeling good after that win against Green Bay. Yeah, I like the Panthers too. Um, they've lost two straight. Uh, I don't understand why they went for two. I understand wanting to be aggressive, but uh, 
Yeah. I like your odds of taking the Lions to overtime. Right. I, I, I agree. Don't, I don't understand why they did that. Um, now, if it would have been against the Saints or Rams and that offense, they had their defense had a, a minimal chance of uh, stopping the, the other team's offense, I would understand that. But, I mean, it was against the Lions. I just, I don't know. Not I, I didn't understand that. No, I didn't understand either. Oakland, Baltimore, is this a one-word response? Pick? Ravens. Ravens, I agree. <laughs> Ravens. <laughs> I, I I don't think there's really any discussion there. Oh, I mean, I'm sure there is, but Oakland stinks. I'm sure they'll prove us wrong somehow, but Arizona Chargers. Arizona's defense is tough. I like L.A. I think that they turn around. But this is going to be a close game. I think this goes down. I think this is a three-point game. Chargers versus Arizona. Who are you taking? Chargers. Oh, okay. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I, was, I didn't know if you were going to pull out the ultimate hot take right there. I was, thought about it, but I oh. think LA. I, I think it will be a close game, too. The char- or the excuse me, the Cardinals' defense is tough, um, but the Chargers have a lot of weapons on offense. Um, so I like, yeah, I like the Chargers here. Absolutely, Pittsburgh at Denver. Denver trying to keep playoff hopes alive. Pittsburgh, on the other hand, trying to stay in contention for that one seed. Denver's defense has been tough. The pass rush has been pretty, pretty tough on QBs. Von Miller. And Bradley Chubb really have been able to get it done. Who do you like, John? Um, I, I mean, I like the Steelers. Um, but my Broncos jersey's still on this week. Uh, I'm really hoping for a Bronx win here. Hot take time. Oh, here it comes. Give me Denver. This is one of the few times I'll take the Broncos. I, I took them last week, but I really did believe that they could beat the Chargers. I don't know if they can beat the Steelers, but I I think that they got over the hump. I'll take Denver. There's my hot take. There's the hot take. You're welcome, folks. You're welcome. That's what you wanted. They don't call them hot take airs for nothing. Yeah, that's right, baby. Hot take in one take. Give me Denver. Next up, Miami versus Indianapolis. Give me the Colts. They're on fire. I think that Indianapolis can really compete for that six seed. Um, They're five and five, a lot of mediocrity. I think this is a huge game for the Colts, and they take down Miami. Yeah, the Colts are playing really well right now. I don't think Andrew Luck has been sacked in three straight games. Which is Which is crazy. Their, their offense is that clicking. That was his issue. Was he got yeah. sacked time and time again. He had no time a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, is Brock Osweiler still starting? I think so. Yeah. I, Ryan Tannehill, bleh. Yeah. Bust. Yeah, I like I like the Colts though, especially at home. They've been, they're playing really well. Green Bay at Minnesota. Both of these teams aren't in a very comfortable spot. Kirk Cousins did not look good on Mon- or Sunday night. Excuse me, he didn't. He did, he looked bad against Chicago. He had some touchdowns late, but that's when it felt like the game was almost decided. Green Bay is nothing without Aaron Rodgers, so I don't know who to take in this one, John. I like the Packers. Um, I know they're 0-5 on the road this year. Um, but Aaron Jones has really emerged um, as a solid running back one for that offense. Um, that's that's something that Aaron Rodgers is, has lacked over the years is a solid run game. So it's good to see Aaron Jones really um, step up and uh, fill that role. Um, Devontae Adams is also playing out of his mind. Um, I like the Packers here especially after watching the Vikings struggle against the Bears. 
I'll take the Vikings. I think yeah. um, this is going to be a good Sunday night game. I think so too. I think, yeah. I mean, really, if the Packers lose, their playoff chances are. Yeah, this is almost a must-win for them. Are slam, and for Minnesota, they lose this game, and I mean, they really start to drop, and Chicago really secures their place as the division front runner. So, um, I, I I like Minnesota. I don't think the Packers can do enough I'll, I'll take the vikings finally monday night football tennessee houston houston wins this game and they have complete control of the car the driver's seat all four wheels all four seats you name it meanwhile Mariota's hurt tennessee is just one of those teams where they'll beat a great team one week and they'll stink the next i'm gonna take houston in this game i'm gonna take houston as well they're rolling right now, seven straight wins. Um, yeah, the Titans, it, it almost seems like they um, play so, like b- beating the Patriots a few weeks back, it's, it seems like they sometimes have those those good wins and they look like a, le- a legitimate team, legitimate playoff team, and then the next week they, they come back and stink. do what they just did against the Colts. Yeah, so... Uh, I like the Texans in this one, though. They're playing really well. Um, man, I, th- rooting for the Titans here heavy, though. Yeah, I – Texans are red hot. So, with that, that is the end of our Pick'em segment. Uh, just a quick reminder, I took Buffalo. You take Jacksonville, a couple other changes. Denver and Steelers, Vikings and Packers. I took Denver and Minnesota. You took Packers, Steelers. Should be interesting. Could be another twist. I displayed my hot takes. Those don't always work out, as we've learned in this segment. But what should be a fun week, a fun Thanksgiving on Thursday. Yeah. John, any final remarks before we say so long for the week? Um, I'm excited for uh, these Thanksgiving matchups. Also, I really hope that players stay healthy because yes. there's been so many injuries, it's especially the, the Eagles secondary. Oh, my God. They are going to have to sign multiple people off the practice squad this week. Yeah, well, how about this fact, folks? Can uh, tell this to your friends. Arizona Cardinals have activated Husker cornerback Chris Jones. So Chris Jones on the practice squad, now starting for the Cardinals. But, yeah, some injuries here and there, but – how about the Huskers getting some reps? Eagles are bad. They're not making my pl- making the playoffs. That's my hot take for the week. You heard it here first on the First and Goal Show. I'm Scott Harris alongside John Schmidt. We say so long for now. We hope you have a wonderful, wonderful Thanksgiving, and we will see you next week. Such good friends Why don't